Hello and welcome to the Fantastic Fables Podcast with your host, Addie Hurston. Hello and welcome. In this podcast, I'm featuring a romantic tale, or perhaps an anti-romantic tale, I should say, (laughs) in honor of my um, Valentine's Day extravaganza on my blog, 14 days worth of answering the question, what is love? And a quote from Oscar Wilde, who being loved is poor. Once upon a time, there was a man. This man lived on a farm all by himself out in the middle of nowhere. And he had lots of things to do on the farm. He had vegetables to tend and chickens to feed, but his favorite thing to do was to watch after his herd of cattle. And the reason he loved that herd of cattle was because with their milk he would make butter and ice cream. Mm. Now one day, he woke up in the morning and he yawned and stretched and went out to the barn and he opened up the door and he went to milk his cows. But each cow was completely dry, when normally they would be full of milk. And the man thought that was so odd. This had never happened to his cattle before. But he thought, no matter, I'll just send them out to the green fields, let them eat a lot and drink a lot, perhaps they'll be better tomorrow. But the next day, there was still no milk. Nor the day after that, or the day after that. And so, the man determined that someone must be sneaking into his barn in the middle of the night and stealing his milk. So, instead of going to bed that night, he shut the barn door and stayed inside it went over to a haystack and hid behind it, crouched down, waiting, 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 until suddenly, just after midnight, a hole opened up in the roof of the barn, and a ray of light shot down. And then there tumbled a rope ladder. And down that rope ladder came many beautiful women. And this was a man who liked women. (laughs) He just stayed in his hiding place and 
His eyes got big as saucers and his mouth dropped open and he could do nothing but stare at them for they were all beautiful. Each woman had a bucket and each woman went to the cows and milked them dry and then started to go back up the ladder. Suddenly the man came to his senses. Wait, stop! You're stealing my milk! You're thieves! He jumped up and ran at them. Oh, the women scurried up the ladder, save but one, who he caught on the ankle and yanked down to him. The ladder disappeared up to the heavens again, and the man turned the woman to face him. Woman, you have stolen from me, said the man. You are right, she said. I'm sorry. What can I do to repay this debt? Oh, well, um, the man thought for a moment, and then he said, Well, I, I suppose that you could help me here on my farm um, for a few months, and that would repay the debt. All right, said the woman, and she agreed. So for several months, the man and the woman worked side by side on the farm, tending the crops, feeding the animals, The woman worked very hard, and the man one day finally went to her and he said, I feel that you have repaid your debt, thank you, but before you leave, I wanted to tell you that in these past few months, I, I've grown quite fond of you, and I would be most most honored if you would stay here with me and be my wife. Oh, <laughs> oh," said the woman. "I am. Um, I was hoping that you would say something like that. I have grown fond of you too. You, you are a good man." This is a good world. I will stay here with you on one condition. What's that anything? said the man. Well, I have in my possession a basket that has a lid on it. It is my own special basket, and I do not want you to ever open it. If you can agree to that, then I will marry you. <laughs> Granted, said the man. And they were wed. For some time they were very happy together. But then, you know how things are when there is a secret. You become curious. More and more and more curious. It starts to eat at you. And the secret of the basket ate at the man. Every time he passed it in the living room, he would think to himself, 
what is in that basket? What could she be hiding from me? Is it something wonderful? Is it something terrible? It ate at him and ate at him. Until finally, he convinced himself that she was his wife and therefore this was his basket and he had the right to know what was inside it. So as she was working out in the fields, he crept over to the corner and lifted up the lid. And when he did, and he saw what was inside, he started to laugh. And he laughed, and he laughed, and he laughed uproariously until the woman came running. And she entered the room, and she saw him sitting in front of the basket, the open basket. Husband, what have you done? You have broken your promise, she said. Oh, wife, oh, wife, you do not know how much I have worried over this basket, and and it's been tormenting me, and here I came to even mistrust you and think it could be something horrible, but now I look inside and I find that there is nothing. <laughs> I can't believe it. And the woman said nothing. But she went over to the basket, picked it up, put the lid on it, and walked out the door. She was never seen again by the farmer. It is said that perhaps she left him because he broke his promise, because he opened the basket when it was part of their pact. And others say that perhaps she left him because when he looked inside that basket, he could see nothing there. We are oftentimes blind to the treasures of others. And that is the sad story of the Sky Woman's basket. Hmm. So, the Sky Woman's Basket is one of my favorite stories of all time. It is of African origin. It was documented by Sir Lawrence Vanderpost in his book, The Heart of the Hunter. But I would like to give a lot of credit, a heavy amount of credit, to um, David Novak, who's one of my favorite storytellers. I first heard this story from him, and I went to research Vanderpost's writing on this story and it was so short <laughs> and, and it, I have a feeling that um, David Novak really enriched the story a lot through telling it perhaps over many years. And what this story means to me, hmm, oh it's so heavy and, and rich, I think that 
there's part of us that when we are in love in a relationship of of any kind we want to have an understanding from our spouse we want for them to worship us to um be interested in everything we do we want them to value everything we value and of course that's not possible <laughs> because the only way that could happen is if you created a, a replica of yourself and um, you certainly wouldn't want to date yourself would you no that would kind of clash um when i think when you have a relationship you actually kind of want some balance you want to be different enough that um there's the yin and yang there there's there's some interests that are alike and some that are different and you're still yourself and then there's the bit about the promise keeping the promise Ooh, um, I used to think back when I got married, oh, 11 years ago, haha, um, that, oh, it's so important when you have a relationship, you've got to make promises and you've got to keep them and oh, the, yeah, very, very important. And now I've come to the conclusion that, that people change over time. You don't know how you might change your mind or you might feel differently about something or those promises can only, they really can't hold very much weight because things are going to change. The only constant is change. And it's perhaps that part of ourselves that wants to latch on and bite our teeth down and hold on tight and not let go but um, not very healthy kind of stifling and um, smother smothering can be smother love involved in there but the saddest part of the story to me is that the woman leaves and she doesn't forgive him and of course, you know, I have to look at her and say, oh, well, she's her, you know, she's, she can make her own decisions and that's great. You should certainly, and you know, I've many time walked out the door many times, <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I think even if you do leave, if you, if you come to the conclusion that your, your values, who you are, are so, um, diametrically opposed that you just cannot have a relationship with this person there can still be a forgiveness there can still be an understanding of trying to see the other person's perspective because perhaps she was very angry that he saw nothing in the basket and for her there was some sort of ethereal spiritual treasure there but could she not empathize with his perspective as well could she not see the situation from his point of view 
and we all make mistakes and forgiving each other is is a very important part of of learning how to really love and not just you know lust or or um covet somebody and want to put them in a cage and put a ring on their finger and just stick them up there on the shelf and say mine um to really love somebody is to let go of all that and forgive and accept and have fun with it <laughs> let it go so thanks for listening to my story i hope that you enjoyed it i hope it was as meaningful for you as it is for me and perhaps if you come to have new revelations about what it means to you you know write to me i'd love to hear from you um have a wonderful day and keep telling stories You have been listening to the Fantastic Fables podcast. To find out more about Addie and her creative work, go to fantasticfables.net.